Welcome to Drunk Sports. I'm Matt Sherry. I'm Wes Strange. And today we're going to have a shorter podcast, hopefully. And uh, we'll talk just all-star break stuff. Um, I think we're going to do a full breakdown of the league Tuesday. Um, we can't record next Friday. So we'll do a full breakdown on, on Tuesday. So we'll just talk about the all-star game in general and then a few games. We won't talk about the general thing. And some other just general things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, I think where do you want to start was, oops, you could you have it up. Oh, I had no particular, but yeah, that's fine. Cavs. So Cavs, uh, the Bulls played them well, and the Cavs played very terribly. <laughs> um, Derrick Rose has looked much better lately. So are you still in the trade of bandwagon because he's still increasing the trade value eventually? Mm, this well, I was talking to your brother about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I think he's back. He's just not a very smart player. Yeah, he I, doesn't. I agree with he that. doesn't understand when he should drive, when he should shoot. He stopped taking threes. It's so good. He? he shoots right. like two a game now. That's well, fine. that's good. That's that's a good amount. Two it's, two to four is fine. Anything over that is crazy. Because like every game I watched, he was yes, he would drive ten times in a row, mm-hmm. and then he would shoot like six times in a row. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't mix it up at all. It was just, it's much better. He's passing better. Like I think he averaged like six assists in the last two weeks. So that's positive. It's fair to say he's, he's just not a smart player. I think it's, it's, yeah. it's fair. His basketball IQ is not the best. Um, I think he knows which plays to make at the immediate time, but like the whole sense of a whole game coming at once and what he needs to it's do for much. a whole game, he can't too do much that yet. Him. Maybe he'll get there. I don't know. Um, it'll help playing with Pow and, and some other guys who kind of know how to play the game. It might help him. Because like Joe Kim Noah doesn't know how to play. He just plays his game one way. And Tibbs just wants you to play one way. He just wants to play you. Or like, go Get 100%. Back. Where are you? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, but LeBron was minus 27. Yeah, that was rough. Pretty awful. Um, he was doing a Derrick Rose impression. Uh, he was pulling up and just shooting threes. Like People were like, Tony Snell's an excellent defense. Tony Snell did fine. He was staying between <laughs> him on. and the basket. Um LeBron, but, true. LeBron is worse. But LeBron like wasn't trying to go to the lane at all, and would like just pull up and then like be terrible from like the eighteen foot post area type extended post area, and like would eh, and then like would try to throw the ball away. There was a bunch of times when Tony Snell did pick his pocket, which was nice. Like he would he would take that his quick jab step to the right, and yeah. Tony would like pick it, and he, LeBron would kick it around, and then the ball would get. So LeBron gets he's sloppy every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It can happen to the best of us. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it's a statement game like you would uh, have us believe at the first, second game of the year. <laughs> well, it wasn't a statement game. It was a game to keep Cleveland, like, reeling. Like, because they had just got upset by the Knicks by... Oh, you mean the, first, the second yeah, game? Yeah, the first game. game. And I was like, why not just kick them while they're down mm-hmm. to the Bulls? Yeah, but instead, D Rose. Don't worry, Cleveland did it by themselves later in the season, <laughs> and they've still rebounded. They're back. It happened. They're back. Um, I do like this. Like the I think game. this game was more important because now you're actually close by the Central Division, right? The Bulls beat a pretty good team because Cleveland's been playing well. Yes, they have so. been playing well. Loves, you know, loves playing better. Like he's still not shooting great from three. But I was uh, someone made a point that his catch and shoot this year is pretty similar to last year's. I don't. He might. Uh, be a great catch and shoot three point shooter. Really? Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, I don't know how many. 
opportunities he had before. So, and he may be more covered previously and end of the shot clock type stuff. But there's mm. a lot of variances. But if it's, it's still, I think he's like down two percent or something from last year. We need that two percent. <laughs> I feel like he should. It should be higher though, like right, because he's. He's like wide open this, this year. He's like a Jamal Crawford rhythm shooter, though. I think they like Ricky Rubio as like the only other player on the team last year. Like, hey, don't hate. Go don't, ahead. Don't hate on uh, what's his name? Who's their big center? Pekovic. Pekovic. Ah, roll hard <laughs> to the rim. Where in the world is Nikola Pekovic? <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other news is LeBron might opt out. Um, I, it's just to get the most money possible, right? I think yep. he still stays with Cleveland. It's just I do like yeah, he's gonna stay, but I like what he's doing. I it's hope I hope fun. he signs a five year deal with opt outs at every after the first year. <laughs> I mean, it he, only makes sense. I like what he's doing. He's taking control from the owners a little bit, putting it back into the. I players mean, and he's one of the few people who can actually do that. Right? Yeah, but uh, if he can do it, if Durant can do it, and then slowly it can work its way down to right. uh, some of these other players. I agree, but he also got elected as vice president. Mm-hmm. For the players' associations. Who's president? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. <laughs> it's in good hands. I feel like that it should always just be a former player, not a current player. Like it seems like a job that actually needs somebody to do, like without well, playing the, the whole season. The other president was well, it was it was Fisher, Fisher. before. He, but he's, he's a little busy. You have to be in in the union, so you have to be a current always member. You have to be a current player. Yeah, which is kind of silly. I mean, they have their own like president that's like outside of it, like yeah, they, they have, like lawyers and yeah. stuff for the real real business. They're just kind of. I mean, they what are they? They meet like once a year, basically at the All Star game. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they should have to do more. Yeah, whatever. Make that guy do it, the president, the real president. <laughs> <laughs> um, the camp starting lineup uh, when healthy has been good offensively and defensively. Mozgov, um, he's actually a, he works better on their offense than I expected him to like. He's not dead weight. He's not he's, Kendrick Perkins. He's a beast. Well, it's when you pair up guys with players like LeBron and Kyrie that draw so much attention. Well, I think Zach Lowe highlighted too. Like he just knows where to move too. Yeah, like exactly, in the yeah. pick and roll, like and off the ball, where he's like, "Oh my guy left me. I'll just go straight to lane and he gets yeah, an easy." Yeah, he dunk. gets like two or three oops a game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work with Kyrie, but if LeBron has the ball in his hands, he'll find him. In the, Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie's been playing a lot better. Like. He's sharing the ball. I feel like Kyrie's like Derek, though. Like, he doesn't understand the whole game. Yeah. He, uh, well, he knows what to do on an individual play, but, like... Yeah, he's... Yeah, I I, have, I feel better about Kyrie's learning than <laughs> D-Rose. D-Rose is pretty deep in his career at this point. He's, like, mid midway. What's he, like, three years older? Kyrie also has got double the time that Kyrie's had, basically, in the league. Yeah, well, most of it n- not playing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. He should actually be better because he's had to watch these games. You'd think he'd learn something. On the yeah, team. but I, I think it's different than, like, playing it. It seems it has to be a little bit different to understand how you have to play with it. Yeah, well, it's not like the Bulls have brought in, like, an expert point guard where you can learn from. He's learning from DJ Augustine <laughs> or... Well, yeah, why not watch, like, League Pass and shit? You can't work out, so mm-hmm. just watch every team in the league. Watch Chris Paul. Watch... I would. I think he's maybe Derrick Rose is still stuck in his AAU mm-hmm. days where he just wants to play the game and he doesn't want to learn anything. I think he learns things. It just, I think he's more worried about his own game and his own deficiencies rather than. <laughs> just like fuck my teammates. Well, no, not that. Just like he's just worried about his own. I'm not worried about himself. 
I'm not worried about anybody. <laughs> I've never thought about anybody else shot. No, but everyone's everyone's getting shots now, so it's good. They're playing much better. Just run the run the offense pal. Uh, the Bulls are like something like twenty and two without Kirk Heinrich and like oh, near five hundred with Kirk Heinrich plays. So that's good. That's quality, right? Captain Kirk. Maybe you get. I sent you an awesome image. I don't know if you opened it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of Tony Snell as the guy from uh, uh, what's that movie? The Tom Hanks fire movie, and he he's the yeah. Oh, it's Captain, right? Captain Phillips, yeah. Captain Phillips. And uh, Kirk's <laughs> Captain Phillips, and it's like, I'm look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Um, so that's good. Um, Dragic is getting info. Uh, did you watch that the Suns Rockets game? If you have a chance, you should watch it because hard was it? It was an awesome game. This Both, week? Yeah, it was this week. It was on Tuesday. You were working, probably. Cause yep. Goddamn unions. Bruce Rauder will take care of it. Don't worry, Wes. No <laughs> um, but the Lakers, uh, Dragic was playing well, but so was Bledsoe, and Harden was just out of his mind. He went, I think, five straight trips down the floor, scoring baskets, and then the next three trips, he faked going for the hoop and get got wide open threes for his teammates. <laughs> yeah, he scored like forty, and like oh, it was one of those things with fantasy. So he's on my fantasy team. He had like forty points already, nine assists and like eleven rebounds, and he nine assists for like the last two minutes. I'm like, come on, just find somebody. Oh, I need, I need those extra ten. <laughs> I need, I need. Like he already had fifty six, but I was like, come on, give me another one. I, I need it. I, I need don't even it. think my whole team scored fifty six this week. <laughs> team falling apart. Yeah, it, it was a small, a short week. You guys would have. Harden, Harden's starting to get that mojo. Mm-hmm. Asked him who the best player you know in the league was, and he's like, probably me. No, there's no uh, no uh, Dwight lately, and they're better defensively in the in a short, small sample size without Dwight than they are with him on the floor. Yeah, that's a pretty small sample, probably. And I think I think uh, I don't like those. Harden's even better because there's no one in the lane clocking him. Oh, well that, yeah, the offense should probably be better. Yeah, the offense and defense is better. Defense <laughs> probably won't hold up in the long run. Probably Howard's not. A, there, no. A force of nature. He's still the. Best. It's just surprising that it that it has. Yeah, it is very surprising. So, they better get him back. They didn't. Why don't they just put him, make him like go like ten feet from the basket on offense? Who cares? Dwight. Yeah. Because the guy just, wouldn't guard him. Just open up the lane a little bit. Guy wouldn't guard him. He That's just stay, he yeah, just stay at the end of the lane. Like all right, shoot Dwight, shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. No. Yeah. He needs to learn how to do a Tyson Chandler role. Just dunk. No, he he knows how to do it. He's just not willing to do it. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts the set picks. Hurts the back. <laughs> um, so Dragic is uh, the Lakers reportedly are ready to offer him the max. Um, they're going to offer everyone the max, I think, because they have nobody. So seems like a dangerous max offer to me. I don't know what Dragic alone isn't going to do shit for the Lakers. So it's Dragic. Then they hope. They can get love, I would imagine. So Dragic and love, and then with Swaggy and Kobe. Swaggy's pretty much just given up on the year. <laughs> Swaggy's checked out. Yes. He he looked uh, pretty terrible in the last game I watched. I forgot who I watched play. It wasn't great. Yeah, he he's basically having the worst shooting 
year that he's ever had, I think. And he doesn't play much defense. So it's not looking good. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Swaggy, we have an excellent video. Um, he had some issues. Oh, man, this is a long story, you know, vacation. Dolphin was trying to kill me for some reason, you know. <laughs> like, he was playing with everybody else, you know, doing what dolphins do, the ant ant and all that. It was my time to, to ride the dolphin. For some reason, he took me all the way to the bottom, you know. So, um, yeah, he's trying to uh, drown me. But I seen it happening, so I jumped out the water and took off the little life vest and just through my house, my little water shoes, and I uh, stayed Here's the outside. Question. Why take You're off the life vest? purpose, and you jumped in there with <laughs> yeah. it? No, no, it was my turn. You know, everybody went around in circles, hanging on a little flynn, you know. And when I went on, he didn't go around. He just went straight down, so he was trying to kill me. <laughs> did a dolphin like you, man? What's he got against Nick Young? I don't know. I think he was trying to, you know, get at Iggy because he was a little fanny, <laughs> kissing her and stuff. So just was, Iggy. Yeah, he was trying to take my woman, probably. Well, Nick, you think it was a vibe with you and the, and the dolphin? And where, where exactly did this happen? Oh, uh, we was in um, Cabo, so um, we went to some little dolphin place, and yeah. <laughs> and now she want to go back for you know off that break. We were both in the right vibe though to the dolphin. I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was. You know. Um, <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I was in the right vibe. So. Allegedly, mm-hmm. people think that this was stolen from the what's his name? Kevin Hart routine, this comedy routine. And I have heard this on his routine before. Yes. And that was one of the things I first thought of. I think he's bullshit. But, but you have here, Iggy backed it up. Yeah, Iggy said it was true. But. Mm-hmm. And she's never capped anyone's game, so she's seems, unbelievable. It seems a little fishy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Nice pun. Nice pun. Nice thank you, thank you. Dolphins are fish, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually mammals, but it yeah, works that's out. true. Yeah, <laughs> but it's water. We're good. It works out. Um, I think it's true. Um, it's just something stupid to make up, like right. <laughs> well, it is dumb to make up, but I guess him and Kevin Hart had the same, or maybe Kevin Hart stole from him. Maybe he told Kevin Hart this story three years ago and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's possible that two dolphins took a, do- took a guy under the water. Or the same dolphin. They both went to Cabo, and he just hates black people. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's also possible. Maybe this is a racist dolphin. I could also say, uh, were they both, like, several people through? Because, you know, if people are jumping on my back and I'm running around, yeah, yeah. like, eventually they're like, no, fuck you, I'm going away. <laughs> I'm going down. Stop jumping on my back, please. This is terrible. <laughs> Just trust the dolphin. <laughs> Just go all the way down with him. Yeah, I also don't... Why, why take the life vest off? I think he must have been out of the pool. Already. He said he was out of the pool, but still, like, if you're worried about getting drowned, the life vest stays on. It's true. <laughs> that's the thing that's going to bring point. you to the top, no matter what. <laughs> it's not like it's a magic thing that will bring you back to the water. It doesn't have magnetism. All right. So uh, then we have our next video. Uh, Maury said, Daryl Maury, the GM for the Houston Rockets, said that uh, the best thing about being at a TNT game, oh, hey, 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 we, gotta, we have 
We have professionals. Part of being at a TNT game live is it's easy to avoid Charles spewing misinformed bias vitriol disguised as entertainment. <laughs> I, I have a feeling Daryl wasn't very kind of you describing Houston as a bad defensive team. In fact, you said worst in the league defensive team. A lot of teams is going to make the playoffs. They're awful defensively. But, they're, but they're, if you look at the metrics on the thing, they're like number five in the league defensively. They're not. That, just because you got good stats doesn't mean you're a good team defensively. They're not a good defensive team. They gave up 118 know. points. No good team gives up 118 points. I'm not worried about Daryl Moore. He's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. He and went out and got James Harden and got Dwight Howard. They're going to tell me that's analytics. Then he went out and got Trevor Ariza. But uh, then he went out and got Josh Smith. Well, so, first of all, I've always there. believed analytics was crap. He makes and a terrible I, point. You know, here. I never He's mentioned the Rockets as a legitimate contender because they're not. Uh, and listen, I, I wouldn't know Darryl Moore if he walked in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us how you feel about Darryl Moore's comments. Come on, man. And that was a very victory over you yeah. to say. I, I, they're I all players. Try, try, like, I think it gets better, too, you know, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there is something. There's something about analytics. However, your analytics can change over yeah. the course of a year yes. by how you play different people and how guys improve. So the improvement yeah. of your team <laughs> yeah. also dictates yeah. your <laughs> analytics. When I first came into the NBA, my first five years in the, in the league, I took 82 threes. Yeah, let me pause in that. five oh, yeah. years, pause I took 82 three-point shots. Pause that. So someone rebuked us right away. So... What basically is, he actually averaged 82 threes a year for his first five years. And it wasn't five years, it was three years. <laughs> and <laughs> before he got, went to the Rockets. Yeah, it was like, it was, well, he shot, he took 522. Yeah, so it was something like, so it, must include it, was, playoffs. it was like 85 a year or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Which, okay, these guys, terrible, make your points accurate. Like, like the Charles was like, he got Dwight Howard, he got James Howard, and then he's like, and then he got... Trevor Ariza, who's been terrible, and and Josh Smith, who's not an analytics guy, but he doesn't make that point. He just like, and he got those guys. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So Howard, obviously, mm-hmm. that could be an analytics pull because yeah. he's the, he was the, the years leading up to that, pretty uh-huh. much, he was the most dominating big man in the league. Plus, on both ends of the floor, hmm. and then you have Harden, who he wasn't a star. Like he was, he was a six man on OKC. He was very good. Everyone knew he was really, really good. But if you no one didn't know. If you looked at the metrics of him, just drive. Even when he played for OKC, when he drove to the lane, he was almost unstoppable. Something good happened. Right, agreed. So, the Josh Smith thing. Okay, all right. That's what he. That's he should have been like. You can't tell me your analytics and you go get Josh Smith. But he doesn't understand the analytics, so he probably doesn't worry. That that. blows my. The whole Josh Smith thing still blows my mind. Why he's on the team? What? Here's my big issue with it. He doesn't just look at analytics. It's not like he's like, I fired all my scouts. I've got numbers. I'm good to go. Like, that's what all these guys think. Like, we won't be useful anymore because they have numbers. Like, no, they're still worried about yeah. eye tests. When well, you combine them, thing great. <laughs> it's just happen. extra information for me to make a decision. Like, maybe somebody's undervalued. That's all it is. It's like, I'm looking to get this guy cheaper, and he'll give me more value than I pay him. Yeah, it's three guys who have no idea what analytics are, is in. And they're basically just saying, no, they don't work. So, no so Kenny Smith, he's like, I, made, I shot this many threes he beforehand. Doesn't even know how many he shot. Well, maybe somebody saw, like, oh, he's great at catch and shoot threes or whatever. And yeah, he probably didn't at that time. We'll get this guy because he'll get more catch and shoot threes because we have Elijah. Like, that's just how it would work. 
Yeah, well, he he doesn't even say that. No. He, like, he goes on and he, and he says, yeah. I just shot more because... That, I okay. After after the fifth year, I took 82 and probably 40 games when I got to the Rockets. It was because of what it is. But if you looked at my analytics, you said, well, this guy's not a three-point shooter. But I became a three-point shooter because I had a big beast mode in the middle that drove two men. So I'm like, okay, I'll stand out here and shoot, start shooting threes. So if That's why analytics don't work. Okay, you know? Shaq. That's why analytics don't work because <laughs> they don't have things like – like they're just saying things that are stupid because like – Analytics tries to drill down to the individual thing. Like I got, I oh stupid. There's on this or a different video. I I seriously went and like somebody looked. Analytics is stupid. Like they'll never work because you can't account for the whole game. I was like, it's not trying to account for the whole game. Or their point was because they say the Cavs are bad defensively. <laughs> and I was like, well, Please. they were bad defensively. No, they were. Yeah. <laughs> and someone was like, yeah, Kyrie and Kevin Love guarding a pick and roll is defensive powerhouse. And he's like, and true point, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, but they have five-man units. So you can look at five-man units and say this is good defensively. Like, yeah, but if they play a team that's bad, then the five-man units doesn't work. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's just like, you. I was like, you're making a different argument of you have to adjust to your team, like the other team. Everyone agrees. Yeah. But to say someone's generally a good defensive team or bad defensive team, it's fine. Analytics is not going to predict the future of a guy like Kenny Smith who completely changed his game mm-hmm. going to a new team. But it can predict if you if the guy's already playing a similar role on another team, right. You already you can look at the metrics and be like, he's gonna be great in our system. Yes. And you can just pick him and put him in your Like system. what I was saying, like he didn't take a lot of threes because he didn't have a lot of open threes. Well now he has more open threes. How is he an open shooter? Like And that's why you'd be like it's that's why it's combined and like Analyx isn't on its own. No. You have to combine it. No one's saying we're only going to need robots. So we don't need actual <laughs> people to look at things or or coaches to teach shooting. Like it's still a thing. Like we're not taking your jobs, guys. Just need both. But <laughs> the thing, like I don't know what Mori was doing attacking a guy <laughs> as loved as Charles Barkley. That was just a dumb move. Just a crap with some people who were really smart made up to try to get in the game because they had no talent. Because they had no talent to be able to play. No deal. So, I have no talent. Guys Chuck. wanted to fit in, so they made up a term called analytics. <laughs> analytics don't work. What analytics <laughs> did the Miami Heat have? What analytics did the Chicago Bulls have? What analytics do the Spurs have? That's uh, funny because the Spurs uh, have one of the biggest <laughs> analytics staffs in the league. <laughs> like, <laughs> they use it more than anybody else. So like, either way, I just wanted to see like RC Buford come out and be like Charles. Uh, we use analytics a lot. Yeah. What do you, do you want us to bring in? My favorite part is Charles Barkley wants to become a GM. Like he said this publicly. Oh my god! Get you can't here. rail against something like analytics and be like, "Bring me into the league." I'm not going to look at any fucking numbers. I'm just looking at the eye test only. Can we bring him on to like a good team like Houston and just watch him destroy them? Uh huh. As a GM. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I want him to go to a, a currently decent team. Um, Just kill him. Let's see. You know what I want? I want Jordan to bring him into the Hornets <laughs> to see them tank it together. First move, trading Big Al. They're like, we should bring Kendrick Perkins in here. Kendrick Perkins can really find some good defense. Get ship Big Al out of here. He can only he he has no defense. He can't rebound. Get him out of here. Charles, metrics say don't bring him in. Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins brings the toughness we need. 
Uh, I like the Nate Silver put out the article how Charles Barkley hates analytics, but analytics love him. Yes. It uh, like basically what he's known for, like uh, the stats, like say he's way better than what people remember him as. Yes, like, he is. Yeah, and he was. He's a force. Of, he was one of the best players ever. He was until he got to like the Rockets and started shooting threes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he stopped paying attention to analytics and started shooting threes. You're not a good shooter, Chuck. <laughs> no, you just need to dunk on people, get rebounds. I just want to know what Chuck, like. I want to know what these people, what, when, when does analytics start and basic stats stop? That's all I want to know. Like for yeah. them, like our open shot field goal percentage, is that, is that too far in the analytic or is that something that you can use? Like, is that good? What can we use here? Effective field goal percentage. Is that crazy? Well, because it includes free throws and three point attempts as more valued than the two point shot. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't use anything. Yeah. I don't even want to see, we don't even have a box. We don't even count how many points people get. Yeah. <laughs> don't even hand out the stats at the end of the game. Yeah, we, we don't care. We, we're fine. We won. You we guys won. never checked the stat sheet, I'm sure. We won the game. We're better. Yeah. It, it's fine. It'll go. Like, the sports view stuff is so interesting. I don't know how you look at it and be like, I don't need to. I don't. These are useless. I never need to see this. Like, if you see a guy who doesn't, like, is underused in a role and he's good at it, it seems smart to get him into your system so you can use him in that role more. Patty Mills, he's been leading the league two years in a row in like average or average highest speed on the floor. Right. That's a hustle guy that I want. Mm-hmm. Just looking at that, I'm like, shit, he's running like way faster than everyone else. Yeah, Maybe. and I think I think the other one is like distance distance per forty eight or something like that. He's yeah, like crazy a guy like high. Jimmy Butler is gonna be pretty high on that. He's like all over the floor. He's not as high as you think, but that's only because he. <laughs> Because he plays all forty-eight minutes every game, anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Guys who are only playing ten minutes can uh, can run a little more. Right. <laughs> um, Olbermann uh, said Charles Barkley is an idiot. Well, that, that good works. point. Fair point. That, that seems a little unverbose for Olbermann. I feel like he would he would say that in ten different ways. So. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that was yeah. I'm pretty sure he he said that for about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Maury, uh I don't know why he picked on him. Whatever. I also so how about this? Do we think that the Rockets are a good defensive team? I think they're a good defensive team, not a great defensive team. Also, uh, what was the other stat I saw? Um, the Suns team that in '93 they give a hundred eighteen points or more uh, eight times that year. So is he saying his own team was bad defensively? <laughs> and the other thing is like you can't just say points. This is an analytic. Because of pace. The Rockets play at a faster pace where they're, yeah. they're shooting quicker. So the, the other team gets more opportunities. Is the 118 mean? an outlier? Then we're just going to understand that. We're going to take that one out. <laughs> no, like, like, no good offensive team will ever get lit up 118 we're points. We're going to take out the outliers, Charles. So that's not even going to go into the metrics. <laughs> yeah, so that that's fun. Uh, it's silly. Um, Milwaukee Bucks, we'll move on to them. Um, Jason Kitsugu. Good coach. It's shocking. He's really good. For really screwing up the first year. For anyone who wants to wonder about that, Zach Lowe interviewed um, Jared Dudley, Dudley. Um, who's on the Bucks. Boston and they, College. They talked. They talked all about it. Apparently, he wants to be a college coach, and he watches like all the college games and like league pass all the time. So, like, like you said, Derek Rose should do. Like, all he does is watch basketball when he's not gamble on the plane. And it's not gambling on the play. 
Oh, that's what I need to look up. Hold up. Keep talking. Uh, talk about anything else about the Bucks. There, yeah. Let me pull it up real quick. All right, so I grabbed a couple items from Reddit that are interesting. Uh-huh. So they're the first team to double their wins from the previous season by the All-Star break. Uh-huh. And the last time they won 30 games by the All-Star break was 1991. So it's good to see them turn things around. Yeah, I like them. Um, Without their Hopefully they get a stadium year. so they don't move. They don't get really good right before they move, a.k.a. the Oklahoma City Thunder. Move to Seattle. <laughs> All this with Jabari on the bench, so it's nice. So you weren't able to watch the uh, world game either. Nope. Yeah, it was just all right. the The USA team did better than I thought. Plumley played like thirty eight minutes. It seemed like he was like in the whole game. <laughs> Plumley, gotta crush it. Oh, come on. What are you looking up here? Uh, I had a vine. There was an awesome vine of the Warriors. Um, yeah. Someone took an Instagram or a Vine or something. Uh, why can't I find it? I think I sent it to you at some point, so maybe I can find it there. Um, they're they're like all singing a song together, and it pans over to this table, and there's like several stacks of hundreds on this table <laughs> as they're gambling, like oh, four piles of hundreds that are just like laid out, brand playing? new, Chris. Nice. <laughs> I'm like Jesus, dude. We can we can keep that down. They're gonna uh, get in trouble by silver again. I don't think they will. But you never know. We can't sing the Coco song. We can't show our money. Oh, how about that Papa Shot guy? Oh yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen I've seen people live do that. Like not that well, obviously, but that style where they're just uh so he was grabbing like grabbing the top of the ball and just flinging it forward right yeah he looked like an octopus like he had like eight (laughs) arms chucking balls at the hoop he scored 540 points on the papa shot well so was he also getting like time for the other guys next to him because the other guys weren't doing that well, they were doing pretty well for like the game. But like the, the one guy had like a minute after, and he only had like forty-five points. It's like how do you have a minute left when he was playing the entire time? The other yeah, one was? right. I don't know about that. Oh, come on, we don't get... That's right. We'll find uh, it on the road trip. Yeah, that's fine. So I got a couple other things about the Mavericks here that I can go to. Okay, go ahead. So Dirk on Chandler Parsons in the all-style fashion show. And mm-hmm. so he said that Parsons thinks he dresses like an old man. And he's <laughs> like, but we think he dresses like Justin Bieber. Oh, this is it? No, this isn't it. This is just for fun. Sam! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. This is after talking about the Hawks. You, you hated the, the organist because he like plays the entire game. I was like, what does Sam sound like on the organ? He's like, probably awesome. And I found a YouTube video or something doing it. This is pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
Oh, and another thing is Ray John Rondo beat Rick Carlisle in Connect Four. And Carlisle was he's like, yeah, he got all excited, and he's like, I just told him to learn how to make a shot. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't he know when the president said that to Rajon Rondo? He went into one of the worst shootings in his career. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, right. He's already in one, so it's cool. Uh, okay. It can't get worse. I'm fine. <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, so let's, let's uh, before we go to anything else, uh, Carl's new head coach, um, Stoudemire is probably going somewhere else. Oh, dude, the Enos Canner say that, dude. That, that oh, about okay. died when I saw that. This is, should we call it our Blake Griffin quote of the week? <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to come up with something like this every week where somebody says something that is blatantly false. <laughs> <laughs> but just because the person they're talking about, they're, they need to talk about that person in the right way. Otherwise, they get in trouble. Yeah. So Enos Cantor's agent says, he's one of the most dominant players of his generation. <laughs> If he wasn't, Kevin O'Connor wouldn't have selected him with the number three pick. True story. <laughs> so if he's one of the most dominant players, so is he just saying of the draft class? A is that his, a generation? His generation sounds like that sounds more. like four or five, right? <laughs> B. If he was, why wasn't he picked number one? Yep. Or two? Maybe two. Maybe the number one guy is the most dominant. I don't even know who went number one and two. But I think that was a weak draft class. If I, I just correctly. know that this is false. Either way. <laughs> uh, so let's, we're going to go ahead and try to uh, pick our winners for the skills competition and all that jazz, all that bullshit, um, before we go to college. Uh, let's see. Ennis Cantor draft. Uh, we're going to pick three-point contest last, I think, because that's the most important. All right, skills challenge. We got Patrick Beverly, Trey Burke, Brandon Knight, Kyle Lowry, Alfred Payton, Dennis Schroeder, Jeff Teague. Oh, we got a Hawks battle. Isaiah mm-hmm. Thomas and John Wall. You know how uh, the three point contest has one of the most stacked lineups of all time? This, this is, is the, the opposite. opposite. <laughs> this is the um, this is the dunk contest when Brent Barry won. So I think this is not even close. I think John Wall runs away with this thing by a good 10 seconds. I could see uh, somebody else like doing it. It, de- it depends on that bounce pass and making your jump shot. Yeah, if, he, if Wall gets the bounce pass, it's over. I could see Trey Burke doing something stupid. Like good. Like stupid Wall. All right, I'm going to go John Wall. You okay. want to take Burke? No, I'm going to go just because I had to back him. Alfred Payton! Mm. Oh my god, floppy hair. Floppy hair. I know because uh Butler's gone uh and Schroeder's replacing him. I got to go Alfred Payton oh, with no, the floppy hair. Everyone's lucky Michael Carter's on the bench cuz <laughs> unstoppable. <laughs> Let's see. Kyrie was number 1 for that draft. So oh. you agree with that all-time dominant generation changing player? Top point guard in two years. <laughs> Definitely Kyrie. Uh, Derek Williams, number two. Ooh, Panned bust, out. Panned out. <laughs> Enos Cantor with a strong number three. Dominant. Tristan Thompson, number four. It's getting better. Solid, solid player. Definitely Jonas Van, probably the best player on offensive rebounding in the league. 
Jonas Valentunas. Jonas. By the way, uh, there's two. Pretty weak player. There's two uh, all stars in the in the lottery. <laughs> Jan Vesely, strong. Strong. He's a white guy who runs up and down the court. Bismack Biombo. I like him. You should look at his dances here. It's pretty funny. He blocks everybody. Um, Brandon Knight, who's doing a little better. Getting better. Kemba. Kemba. He's pretty good. He's had a pretty good. Jimmer. <laughs> Ooh, big block. Uh, if the uh, Kings had to do it again, would they draft Jimmer for debt or Clay Thompson? Or... Clay Thompson was the next pick. Stauskas, Stauskas, Stauskas. <laughs> Stauskas in high school? Stauskas. <laughs> yeah, Clay Thompson was number 11. So, is Ian's Cantor from the top 11? Or, here, I'll keep going. Alec Burks, Mark Keefe, and then Marcus Morris, and then Kawhi Leonard, and then Vucevic. Ooh, so, he's not even in the top five. And Vucevic, he's not even the best center. Valentunas and probably Vucevic are, are better than him at the center position yeah. in his own draft. Props to his agent for having to put out that statement. He's probably laughing Props. his ass off when he wrote that. <laughs> oh, God. Brenda, Brenda, come in here. Look what I'm going to send to the press. Looks good. That's all right. Come in here. Come in here. All right. You want to go to the slam dunk? Yeah, let's do the slam dunk. We got Giannis, Giannis, Zach Levine, Oladipo, and Mason Plumley. I gotta go, with my boy Greek Freak. Yeah, I gotta go, Giannis, dude. Greek Freak. Levine's gonna do something crazy. Plumley's gonna do something that should be that it's, people will be underwhelmed by, but it's probably gonna be pretty cool, like the Dwight Howard effect of he's, he's tall, he's tall, and he's gonna do something thundering, and it's gonna be like, eh, eh, fact. He's got ups. Levine's going to do something stupid like dunking his socks. <laughs> Levine, Levine will be good. He could, he could, he, he he's could got skills. Thing. And Depot, I, Oladipo, I don't think he's creative. He's just one of those guys who comes out of the lane and doesn't sit down. Yeah, I think it comes down to Giannis and Levine. Me too. I agree. It should be fun, though. Those two. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. I want to find it. So Levine bad. will definitely do the free throw dunk. I'm sure of it. Yes. Giannis, I hope Giannis does it too, because I could see whoever gets to it first. I think Giannis. I I, th- I hope Levine does it and is like right on the line, and Giannis does it from like a step behind the line because he's so long. Oh yeah, he's, so, he's Levine like, can fly though. He's gonna. He definitely gets speed advantage. I he hope. Scoot I hope a Tim Dekembo ju- dunks from the three point line. He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go full Space Jam on that bitch. But we'll see. Yeah, uh, not a, not a great time contest. I don't. Know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I think Plumlee's going to surprise a lot of people because he's very athletic. For Here, here's my question: game. Would you rather watch a real dunk contest with the players or a mas- mascot dunk contest where they can bring in trampolines and all sorts of other bullshit? Um, I like the players more because they do more skilled dunks. Okay. The, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I feel like they need to bring in the mascot dunk contest. Maybe like it's a dark thing before the TV covers it, and they can show like maybe just to get the crowd pumped up. These guys come out and jump off trampolines and dunk, or or like in between, like something like between the skills challenge and the three point contest or something to get the crowd going. Because it's like a it's a weird 
like vibe to like we're gonna watch people shoot. Go. Of course, that. Yeah, I think that's something they should bring in because I think the mascots would really get into it. They're like, oh, I'm gonna kick your ass. For <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck you, bang. What do you got, gorilla? Come on. Those are maniacs. They're all coked out. So three point contest. We've got uh, Wes Matthews, JJ Reddick, Steph, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kyle Korver, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. I think shouldn't be in this compared to everybody else. Well, he'll be good. Harden's a good three point shooter. It's not great. Like the other guys are very, very Harden's good. Harden's definitely in the top tier of three point shooters, I think. How about Kyrie? I think they're both like off Kyrie's the dribble also, guys. Kyrie's already won the, the three point for one. Yeah, you know who else has? Bellinelli. Marco Bellinelli. He said he's the underdog. He's the. He's like I'm returning champion. Yeah, he's underdog. A huge underdog. He's gonna sure. win again. That's my pick right there. Spicy meatballs. Uh, I'm taking Clay Thompson over Curry. Over your boy Curry. He's more of a spot up shooter, so taking him. Did, what kind of? I think Curry. Hit, Jumps a little higher during it, right? Clay, I feel like. Neither, um, I think neither of them jump very high. Okay. Because Curry releases the ball on his way up, so he doesn't have to jump high. Well, it depends. Will he change it for the three point contest? No, I don't think so. Because that, that's like the low energy shooters always All seem to do mean, better because they're not wasting energy, so they'll be able to win the last It comes round. down to like whoever gets on fire. Any of these guys get on fire, they could just run through three racks, three or four racks, and not miss. I want to see like everybody hit every single shot like in the second round. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you miss one and you're out. You're out of here. I mean, if Kyrie got on fire, he could win this thing. James think, Harden could win this thing if he got on fire. Like, there's a lot of good shooters. I, in this. I'd be most surprised if Redick or Matthews won. Or Bell. I don't think Bellinelli stands a chance either. Hey, hey. They're just going to hate. Reddick, I don't think he's not going to win it. I don't think Reddick and Matthews can get on fire. I think everybody else can. Yeah. Corver's going to... Should be fun. This is the one that I have no idea really who to bet on. I'm going to go with Thompson, but... Yeah, we should have looked up lines for this. That's what we should have This is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. So that's fun. We'll move on to basketball. Um, you're, You're happy with Duke? They they whomped Notre Dame at home, and then uh, they played Georgia Tech. How'd that Georgia Tech game go? Well, let's talk about the Notre Dame game real quick. I mean, they were, <laughs> Sorry, I tried to... They were up 40 to 7. Yeah, they crushed it. That was, they slaughtered them. I was like, this it was is ridiculous. A, it was a mess. I'm like, this is Final Four material. <laughs> and then they go and drop a stinker against... Have they won a away game? Who? Oh, just Notre Wisconsin. Dame? No. Duke. Wisconsin. Duke has three of the best road wins in the league this year. Yeah. They beat Virginia, Wisconsin. Oh, is that Virginia? I thought it was at home. And Louisville on the road. Yeah, Louisville. I don't believe in Louisville. So it's okay. Well, they only have, they still only have four losses, Louisville. They're athletes. I just don't think they're a good basketball team. You just can't score on them, which Duke did a good job scoring. Yeah. They're like one of the only teams that scored against them. Right. Easily. Agreed. Um, Duke's one of those teams. There's like the... When they go to play a game, like, like the height, the highest and lowest point that they could come out and play, is the widest margin in the NCAA. Like, they look like the best team in the nation. Yeah. And then they also look like they can get bounced for sure. I think everyone in college can kind of look like that, though. Oh yeah, the, every there's a lot of teams that do that, but 
Duke's is the highest margin because they're, I think they're probably the only team that's played better than Kentucky this year at certain points. Mm-hmm. It's possible. And Kentucky's looked pretty bad at times. There's been though. three games that Duke played where you're like, this team's not losing. And then they go out and barely beat Georgia Tech. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's scary, right? Because that means they could go to the Final Four and be bounced in the second round by an eight seed. They still have – there's still four and a half weeks, though, till the Right. But, I mean, just the that's, what, that's So what they need to get this fixed. Because They've been known to, to dip and dive. Because like. you will get bounced in the tournament. We've seen this. Like, yeah. If you're not Duke's ready, done it. If you're not ready to play, <laughs> you will get bounced. Absolutely. So you're pumped for Wednesday, Cameron Indoor. It's going to be a slaughter. I don't believe in UNC that much. Either. It depends which Duke team. If the, the good Duke team shows up, it will be a slaughter. They have to get up for this game. They could lose. They could win by thirty. This is, a ri- is this no longer a big rivalry? Oh no, it's still huge. You think it's because like? Oh yeah, no doubt. This is still the best rivalry in sports. In sports. Oh yeah. I think college football fans were there. Um, I don't think they're they're not as good as this one. This one's this one's historic. This is two great programs that just consistently butt heads twice a year. It's awesome. Football, they only see each other usually once, maybe yeah. twice. Once, once a year. Maybe in the SEC championship they'll play again. Yeah, unlikely. But that means they're in different divisions, which means they oh, probably okay. yeah, don't absolutely. play. They may not play during the year. Um, That's true. So, like Auburn, Alabama, might be people might say it's bigger. I don't see it. <laughs> So, uh, should Kentucky lose? Uh, on the BS report, he had John Wall and Boogie. John Wall thinks they should lose because it just like takes a little bit of pressure off. You don't have like a building anxiety on it. And Boogie's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, they shouldn't lose. If they do, then it's just going to make people feel more confident going up against them. I don't, I don't think they're going to learn much from losing. And it's going to... When people, teams are going to start smelling blood and be like, hey, we can knock these guys out. I don't think you should try to lose. But people already do. Like they, When you barely beat a team, we're like, oh, they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. That's it's not, no, it's anyway. not going to crush them. If they lose, whatever. They're going to learn from it. I don't know. Yeah, they, it's not going to help them, though, if they lose, I don't think. They should learn how to shoot threes. That'd be nice. <laughs> Plus, I don't think Calipari is that good of a coach anyway to fix things. He's basically mm-hmm. get all the talent I can get and throw them out there. Mm-hmm. See if they can win. Well... You're just a hater. You're just a hater on Calipari. Dude, it's it's proofs out there, man. He's he always has the best talent. Rarely yeah, wins. He, he he wins. Rarely wins. He, wins at all. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he's been to been to several finals. <laughs> Gotta win the big one. You know, who was it? I think it was Billy Donovan who said like, uh, if you roll it out again, I think it's his first championship. He's like, if we play this all again, it'll be a different winner. Because uh, it's probably true. I like what adjustments. Like I've watched Kentucky play multiple times, and I don't even know. If, I haven't seen any adjustments really. He doesn't do the two platoon system anymore. He's actually playing Carl Anthony Towns thirty minutes yeah. since he's the second best player in the league. <laughs> but they don't make a lot of adjustments in game. They just play their style, and they lose. They lose. They don't. Well, the thing is, they can kind of. They haven't faced a team they can't put their style on and win. There's been a lot of teams that pushed them to the breaking point this year. And they but just that doesn't mean on, they won. That doesn't shocking. mean they lost. <laughs> he has. A, I would have switched the starting lineup. He doesn't want to break up the Harrison twins. He wants to play them. 
point shooting right. guard. You've seen what happens to the Morris twins when they're on different teams. They might be the same thing with the Harrisons. You, you play them different times, and they just all their panel falls apart. The Harrison twins aren't what they say they are. No. Tyler Eulis should be the starting point guard. They're probably, what, fourth best, fifth best, fifth and sixth best on the team in town? you got to roll your best starting lineup out there, and the Harrison Twins are just going to deal with it. Or else they're going to get bounced. Like, you're not going to beat Wisconsin and Duke back-to-back if you're not putting your best team Unless you think experience matters. I mean, if you think experience matters, then, then, then it's fine for the tournament, right? We'll see. See what happens. They've made big shots. I'm taking Duke. Duke's You're always going, taking Duke. Duke's going it all. Duke could re- lose the last three games of the year and be like, no, you know, now they'll be focused. Nope. Coach K will get them under control. Not last year. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I usually do a pretty good job of picking Duke. Like last, I was scared the first round. I I didn't know how far they were going to go. I knew they could lose basically every round. That's because last year they weren't very good at all. They're still ranked top five team almost. I just mean this year because they have talent. So like, no matter what they have, it's like. They, it's I think the only thing that could change year. it if if Okafor gets injured, you may change your team. If he gets injured, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> they're still a good team though. Like Tyus Jones is, he should yeah, be. He's, he's really good. He's gonna be a lottery pick. They're right now. They have him down like twenty four. I think he'll yeah. be a lottery pick. Yeah, he's gonna he's be a lot. stud. He's good. But uh, Okafor saying he's, he feels pretty comfortable in college. Yeah, yeah. this is like Ooh. this is like anyone coming up on a contract <laughs> like I don't want to leave. I like this town. Like, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> then you see like the what paycheck the over there is a paycheck more than here, and you're like, okay, I can what I can also live stays? over there too. If he stays, Tyus stays. Has there been an athlete who's currently in school who's been like, no, I can't wait to go to the NBA. I'm yeah. just I'm just here for a sec. <laughs> I'm ready to go now. No, everyone. A bunch of them, I'm sure. Yeah, I think no one's was... actually said it. They probably uh, say no comment, or they'd be like, "No, I enjoy my time here." Like, of course, he enjoys his time there. He's on a college campus. He he's getting stay. as much poon as he wants, and he's a big man on campus. He could stay, Matt. He's not going to. Duke, back-to-back champs. <laughs> All right, and as we end every week, I give it to and a Rick Flair. Woo!